2: Welcome to Boot to the Face, episode 72. I'm your co-host, Chris Rucker, joined by my partner, Marty Vasquez, and we are full steam ahead in the WrestleMania season and Supercard of Honor season and NXT TakeOver Portland happens tonight, which kind of throws everything into into a little fit because it used to happen on Saturdays and it didn't affect us as much. We could be doing a review right now. But nonetheless, it happens tonight, so we'll talk about that next week. Uh, Marty, how was
0: your week? Uh, it's been a pretty busy week. I've, unfortunately, I've been sick like since last Saturday night, so it's kind of sucked at times. Um, but other than that, work's been crazy. It's been busy. It's the holiday weekend, so basically all hands on deck, working nonstop. Had some time to watch wrestling. Caught up last night, finished watching uh, SmackDown. Was able to watch NXT and AEW throughout the week. So it wasn't too bad. But other than that, no, it's been a good week. Can't complain too much. Um, yeah, I went to a Circus Soleil show Thursday night for Valentine's Day. Had to celebrate the day early because I worked till 9 o'clock on Friday night. Uh, but that was pretty damn cool. Uh, how about you? How was your week?
2: Well, you said it was holiday week. So obviously sales are going on everywhere. So I thought, well, shit, what I need is a new computer, right? I need a new computer. And I've been. I've been talking about this for a week or two with my wife. I've been getting recommendations from everybody that'll listen to me. I've been watching YouTube. So I settle on the MacBook. I'm gonna get the MacBook. So I've been watching YouTube MacBook versus uh Microsoft Surface 3, this, that, and the third, the price differential, like one's like seven ninety nine, one's eight ninety nine. So I thought at Best Buy with the President sale. I get there. I've I was looking at the price of the MacBook Air. And everybody's like, don't get the air. Just go ahead and spend the extra $200 and get the Pro. So I get the Pro. I pay way more than I want to admit that I paid for it. Not to mention that all the shit that you have to get with it because Apple decided, fuck everybody else. You're going to have to buy connections and stuff like that if you want to use all your old equipment to work with our stuff. So then the guy sold me. I had the right, I can't remember the name of it, but it's the little uh, USB C 3 adapter but max is not called USB-C3 it's called like Thunderbolt or something like that and that's what i had well the guy tells me MacBook doesn't operate on that they do USB-C3 and already i got a headache from all these names and numbers and shit because i don't pay attention to it so i listen to this asshole and i get home and none of the stuff that i want to connect work my mic doesn't work the mouse doesn't work the internet doesn't work nothing works <clears throat> So after about six hours of playing with the Mac and not being able to do anything that I wanted to do on it, I took the shit back to Best Buy, got my money back, and ended up buying a Microsoft Surface uh, Seven, fifteen inch, which is a much bigger computer. It was on; it was originally priced at like twelve hundred dollars. It was on sale for a thousand, but they took a couple hundred off because I got a open bo- open box one, and I'm I'm happy with it. Um, I've been playing with it all night. I'm using it right now. It's very quiet. It's very fast. So I'm hoping that it lasts a long time because my wife is not happy with how much money I spent on it.
0: Yeah, I can only imagine. Um, (laughs) But when it comes down to it, I'm an Apple product guy. I have Apple everything. Uh, My next computer or my next laptop is going to be a MacBook. Um, I just haven't done it yet. But, yeah, tablet or iPad, phones, it's it's all the way back to the iPod. Dude, it's a dollar an apple for me, and I I know that the accessory shit sucks. Especially like when the iPhone, like they don't have a regular like plug in. You have to get the fucking little, little adapter to plug an aux cable into your phone and shit like that, and it's ridiculous and annoying. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, fuck that. I will pay the extra. I will grab the different accessories because when it comes down to it, this product is going to be far superior than all the other shit.
2: Well, see, that's the thing too. Like, this this is not an advertisement. Yeah, I'm the only one that's really going to be using this. Like, my wife might use it. I'm keeping my kids away from it because it's expensive as hell. And my daughter has a basically has a tablet that we bought a Samsung. And my son has his own iPhone. I like Apple stuff, but for some reason, this computer and me just weren't. I've never used a Mac before. And when you're switching over from regular computers to Mac, like, everything is different. And I was just so frustrated. Like, I wanted to go to one of those fucking workshops that they have at the Apple store, like an old person, and <laughs> and let them teach me how to do everything. But at the same time, in the back of my head, I'm like, I paid all this money for this shit. Like, I should be able to work. Oh, and I called customer service because my uh, the little connections I have weren't working. I was trying to figure out if I was doing something wrong. And I got, like, some 85-year-old black woman that was smoking a cigarette and... Yeah, I ended up just hanging up on her because she made me even. After I talked to her, that's when I was like, I'm on my way back to Best Buy. Was that so. Best
0: Buy Customer Care or was that Apple? No, it was Apple. That's so weird because, like, I don't know if you know anything about it. Obviously, I'm in retail and I sell merchandise. Um, Apple has the highest, like, customer satisfaction rate, like, at a 98.5%. Because the next company below them is, like, a 97%. I must have got that one5 <laughs> The Because I, we carry product that has the second highest customer satisfaction rate. Um, so I know the Apple guy, I reference that all the time. Yeah. Um, that's just sucks, man, that you, but I, if you got something that you think is more compatible and better for you, um, yeah. that works, it's awesome. Cause right now it sounds like you're the person who, Hey, we're going to teach you how to drive a stick shift. You're like, no fucker. I've been driving automatic my entire life. I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. Fuck that.
2: You're um, like, you know, I used I mean, to
0: do little workshops when I was at home Depot And, like, on Saturdays, we can have, like, people come in, like, all right, this is how you're going to change the faucet. This is how you're going to paint the wall after spackling this. And they're just sitting, like, taking notes. And what the fuck? What? You use a what to do that? And I'm like, oh, that's Chris. Okay, we're good. Fuck you. No,
2: it's not. (laughs) This is. Listen, you use. Well, if you've been using Apple for a long time, you probably don't know about. uh, Like, Apple changes everything. You can't even exit out of a screen the same way. And then don't try to use a MacBook without a mouse because that shit is damn near impossible. So I,
0: I, like, I'm not proud like, to say this. My first Apple experience, besides the iPod, was my room. My second, my roommate freshman year. I had two roommates. So I had one first semester, and then he moved out and went to the, the uh, our fat house. And then I had a second roommate uh, the second semester who was a fucking asshole, pain in the ass, douchebag. Um, and he had a, he had a Mac, and I'm not gonna lie, the first time I ever learned how to use a Mac was using his computer because I would go on his computer and fuck shit up because I fucking hate this little prick. And oh wow, yeah, it got
2: dark. know. <laughs> I thought you were about to say you were on there watching porn. Or something. No, no, really, no, he, no, he
0: fucking his computer. <laughs> no, no, fucking shit up. Oh, he's got an assignment. Fucking put some words randomly in this bitch. Fuck wow, this guy. Bitch. Is Petty Wap your favorite rapper, man? I don't fuck, dude, dude, this guy... It, huh, that's a whole other episode right now. I mean, holy shit. People are gonna hate, hate you when they listen to this. Fuck, Some said. guy
2: out there right now is listening to your wrestling episode like, Hey, I knew him. He was my roommate. Well, wondering why he failed fucking English 1056. If his name is, is Seth,
0: why. then he fucking knows I'm talking about his ass. His old, leaving oatmeal, five-day-old and bowl on my fucking counter-ass. Shit. Empty out that bowl. Wash that let's shit. Let's get into
2: some wrestling. But before we do, uh, let's get into all the ways of getting in touch with us. You can follow us at Boots of the Face on Twitter. Uh, follow our, our hosting site at Full Press Radio or at FPC underscore wrestling. And if you like sports or anything and you're into writing or even podcasters out there as far as football and baseball, they are looking for contributors at FPC. So go to Full Press Radio. Inquire about it. I actually kind of talked to Ian yesterday. They already got a Packers show, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's I, not was too bad to, either. I was trying to talk Pete into writing for them, like trying to be a, a freelance writer with, with their baseball stuff because he loves baseball and he's always writing. So they're definitely looking. So if you listen to this and you want to try to contribute, you're just getting started. This will be a good place for it uh, at Full Press Radio or go to Full Press Radio. Is it FullPressRadio.com? Yeah. Uh, So let's get into it, Marty. Let's start with Monday Night Raw. Uh, We got a lot of news this week, so we won't really touch on all the wrestling that happened. But Monday Night Raw, the middle, beginning of the the show, we see a great match with Asuka and Becky. A lot of people are saying this was their best match of the three that they had. I kind of like the first Royal Rumble match, even though Becky lost that one. There was a move in that one where Oscar was on the apron and she went to kick Becky and Becky ducked and ran around and ran up the steps and gave Oscar like a boot to the face on it. For some reason, that part of that match stood out to me. But everybody's saying that this was probably their best match of the three. Uh, Becky wins with the, the manhandle slam is what I think it's supposed to be called. And then Shayna Baszler runs in, beats her ass, starts to choke her out, throws her on the ground. Takes her mouthpiece out and then takes a chunk out of the back of her neck. Um, Why? Why? What the? What the fuck? The thirst always wins. Is she a daywalker? Is she like Blade? Like she ain't had her serum in a
0: while? I, I don't know what the fuck that was for. It made no sense. Um, she, this entire time, what, two years that she's been part of NXT, they have never hinted at, nor stated that she had anything correlated to a vampire or vampiric kind of tendencies. Um, I don't know if that's a real word, but I just fucking made that shit up. Um, it made no sense. It was like forcing something like, okay, you're going to make a, you're going to bring it to the main roster and you're going to give her a new character. That's exactly what they did. Instead of being just an MMA badass, let's make her a vampire. Um, it, it, it had no no point to be in this match or even in the story. Like, she could have gone over way more than by doing that. And if it was to make Becky look like a badass because she drove off and came back and which was so stupid. which is fine, but it didn't no, do that. that. Was stupid. No, I I know it, but it it didn't do what they were expecting to do. It, it was pointless people I I don't know how it was in the stands or in the audience but watching I'm I was to use the term flabbergasted because I'm like what the fuck is going on here this is ridiculous
2: I don't understand uh the overbooking of of Becky's like big storylines especially going into WrestleMania like all right Shane a bitter in the back of the neck why exactly did Becky steal the ambulance and drive off on her own like she don't know how to get to that hospital she ain't never been in a damn city before or does she just like automatically know how to get there? And then if you're in the hospital and some damn Irish woman comes in dressed in spandex, bleeding out the back of the neck, driving an ambulance, you're just gonna rush her to the front of the line, hell with everybody else, because she's got to get back to Monday Night Raw. And then you let her drive the ambulance? Like, come on, man!
0: That right there. you the let back her of the leave truck. and go back? Like you In tell the me, the, me the cops aren't going to be there questioning her ass? Like, how the hell right. did you come about this ambulance? How the hell? Right. Where are the paramedics at? Like, come on now. I doubt she's even
2: got a damn Class C license to drive that damn ambulance. Oh. Anyway, that's just, the whole thing to me just, it worked from the match all the way through Shayna showing up. I mean, I don't want to see Shayna and Becky at WrestleMania. I don't. I'd rather see them at Elimination Chamber and Becky get a bigger match. But if that's what it is, it's what it is. I enjoyed the beatdown to begin with. But once the back of the neck thing happened, that just just turned me completely away from it. Um, You got down in the notes here, is WWE pushing Drew too hard? Basically, are they ruining him? And I'm kind of on the, I'm kind of with you on this. Like, I don't, I'm not a Drew guy. And the whole 3-2-1 thing before he does his uh, kick to the face, I think is really stupid.
0: Well, not only that, but it kind of goes with what we just said about what they're doing with Becky. And it's like they're over overplaying him. And, oh, he's going to be at the main event of WrestleMania. So now we got to put him in front of the people. And now we got to showcase him. Motherfuckers, we already know who he is. We already know what he's doing. There's a reason we're behind him because of what he can and what he does do. Not because you guys put some slick and grease in his hair and slick it back and have him parading in the leather jacket. Well, that's not the Drew McIntyre we want. If you wanted 3MB McIntyre, we'd go back to fucking 10 years ago and watch it. But that's not what we no. want. We want Drew McIntyre's coming out and just claymore and out of nowhere and beating the shit out of people, saying 10 words on the mic and walking out. That's the Drew McIntyre we want. Not the one who's going to sit there and hang out with fucking MVP's old ass. Oh, easy. MVP is the man. So not only is Full Press Radio looking for contributors, but Boots to the Face is looking for a (laughs) co-host.
2: Wow, you're just going to kick me off the show (laughs) because I like MVP? Oh, wow. Okay, man. Uh, I see where this is going. Uh, Let's get to AEW. Uh, Not a lot happened with Raw. Like I said, we're just going to breeze through the shows and get to all the news we got. Uh, You got down here. I I didn't watch a lot of AEW this week. Uh, Work's been crazy, but... You got downwritten, AEW refs suck. Would you like to elaborate on
0: that? Dude, every week, well we're already talking about production from AEW, how they're always off cue on something throughout the week. Uh, whether it's it's backstage interviews, where it's video montage, where it's music playing during interviews or whatever it is, whether it's the refs not counting at this point or counting at this point, it they're not on par. Like these refs just aren't fucking doing their spots right. And in that tag match between SCU and Omega and Page, which do they even have a name right now? Are we just calling them Omega Page or something? Like It's the, uh, it's the Omega Cowboys. Omega Cowboys, that works. Um, I'm going to email Ryan Barkin right now. <laughs> they, uh, I mean, they had Kazarian pinned, and he clearly picks his shoulder up and grabs a rope between the two and three count, and he just count taps. And he's looking right at him, and his counts to three count walks out. It's like, Okay. If that Either Frankie, obviously the Omega and Paige were supposed to win that match. So either the ref just wasn't fast enough, he was taking his sweet-ass time, or Frankie was just too damn fast and getting his arm up and was supposed to wait to make it look more fluid. Either way, the ref should be able to count that, see that happen, and make that shit happen fast. Um, but it's, it's just like consistently they're overdoing something or not doing something enough, and they're not hitting their marks properly. And it's just coming off production-wise, like they should be doing a lot better than what they're doing.
2: Yeah. Uh, speaking of stuff that they should be doing a little bit better, how would you like the debut of Jeff Cobb? Um, you had Jericho cut a promo backstage and basically announce that Jeff Cobb was coming. Then they ran a video package and then he ends up coming out at the end. To me it seems like it would have been way more impactful if he just would have came if Jericho would have said we got somebody coming and then Cobb comes out and beats the dog shit out of Moxley. How would you like the way they did it?
0: Well, a couple things. I didn't like the way he came I didn't like the fact he came out at all. It seemed like it was a last-ditch effort for some reason. Um, it, it was one of those things, they build him up, and it would have been fantastic, him coming out next week. But I also looked at a different met- at a different point of view. <clears throat> Saturday, or Sunday, Saturday, last weekend, Ring of Honor had, had a pay-per-view, free enterprise. And it was supposed to be like their coming back party. That's um, Joe came out before the thing had like a little uh, press release before the pay-per-view started and said what was going to happen, what they're going to do with Ring of Honor, that they're going to change things up. They know that they've been dropping the ball. And then they have a Joe Yeah, and they just have this entire thing going on. And it's a decent card. Uh, but then Jeff Cobb, the, he has a tag team match um, with Dan Math and they beat Lethal and Gresham, and they win a for the belts? They no, they just beat them in a one on one match. But this this win gave them a, a title show opportunity. So now they're the number one contenders for the, the Ring of Honor tag team titles. And then three days later, Jeff Cobb shows up to AEW, and, I'm, and my thoughts are, and, and they're talking about him being a free agent. And it's like, well, if he's a free agent, how is he still got a, a, a Ring of Honor t- um, contract? And he's got a Ring of Honor title match coming up. Um, it just—it was just like, what's going on here? And this goes on to some more stuff. Like, is there going to be a working relationship with the two of them if he's still with Ring of Honor, or is he, in fact, leaving? And this—he's just going to have a match obligation, and he's already going to lose the titles, the tag team match against Ring of Honor. So it's either jumping the gun with AEW, or it's ruining the storyline for Ring of Honor. Either way, it was a it was ridiculous, and it was just like, "What the fuck, man!" Both of you guys, like, that's another point. AEW fucking shit up.
2: I don't know. I I like uh, I like the fact that he's got a title match in ROH and just shows up. To me, it just would have been more impactful if Jericho kind of said, "We got a new member of the Inner Circle, and you'll meet him later." Not even that would have been tonight, fantastic. Just like later. And then Cobb shows up the way he did same everything because showing a video package of him and then having him show up. Jericho basically said he's here tonight if I if I remember this right. So I just think that's I don't know. I don't know why in wrestling we don't surprise things anymore because I mean, I didn't see anywhere that Jeff Cobb was going to be on AEW. So I don't think anybody knew about it. And if they did, they they held it tight to the vest. I just wish it would have been, but you know, whatever. Jeff Cobb's there. He's a badass. Uh, next week, him and Moxley here in Atlanta to go along with Cody and uh, Warlow in the Steel Cage. I've been seeing Britt Baker and Shanna talking shit back and forth with one another on social media. So it's supposed to be almost like a pay-per-view type card. I don't know how many people are booked to be in attendance, but I know two people that are go- Actually, I know three. Me and the wife are going to go because her... Uh, one of her coworkers actually had two tickets for box seats and gave them to us. So we'll be sitting in the box, which I've never done before. And I gave my ticket away to uh, my buddy Joey for him to take whoever he wanted. And they don't have to buy one. So, I mean, we're excited about it, even for a couple. Never mind. I ain't even going to go there. Uh, we're excited about it. It's going to be fun. Uh, supposed to be like a WWE type atmosphere. So good for AEW. Uh, NXT. I know you don't want to talk about this, but I'm running out of coffee. Uh oh. So we're gonna go ahead and shout her out real quick. Santana Garrett was on NXT. You gotta take your drink, Marty. It's just gotta be a quick swig though, because it, it's gotta be like a squash type drink. Like, <laughs> like, it's gotta be like a Barry Horowitz type drink, like a Brooklyn brawler. Why they doing Santana like this? I mean, I get it. I get Bianca needed to squash somebody with kind of a name. Somebody that people would recognize going into the pay-per-view. But my God, man. Why are they doing her like that? You ain't going to talk? All right, well, Marty's not talking about this.
0: It's bullshit, Uh, dude. Like, what the fuck? (laughs) Seriously, what the fuck? Like, they bring Martinez in, and she's been wrestling for fucking ever. And they they give her a squash match. Santana's been fucking champion across the world. She's had tag team matches with some of the top talent in WWE on NXT and the main roster. And she's fucking a name. We've talked about the first two times that NXT beat AEW in the ratings was why? Because NXT shouted out that Santana Garrett was on. And those matches were the highest fucking rated points of those shows that beat AEW. I get that they're not going to put Santana in a title picture and they just kind of let Santana be Santana, um, not really giving her a personality outside of her own, which thrives on its own. But, like, there is so much fucking talent that people know on that roster that could be a squash match. Like, it's ridiculous. She's definitely doesn't deserve to be that. Now, here's the thing. And I, I saw thinking about this. I'm like, I get it. If she decided to sign with, with NXT because it puts her at home it gives her consistency with wrestling on TV from time to time, um, and she's able to. Maybe she's thinking she's like on her way out, and she's going to be there to work with the talent and get the talent up. Maybe transition to a coaching role later. I don't know. She's got some gas in the tank still. She's not that old. She's not as far as like a wrestler. She's not old at all. And it's like as far as a human being. Well, yeah, I know. <laughs> like thirty one. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like. Seriously, fucking less than a minute? Really? She's had two I mean she's had the her like she's had two great matches against um Conti and, and Dakota Kai and and then she gets squashed by, by Belair. And I get it. They're trying to build Belair up big time. and she. But the thing, they don't need to build her up like that. She's already a name. She's already a threat. Well, and and if mean, she's like, going to do it, then why not have her do it against Enhancement Talent? They don't bring Braun Strowman out there, even today, and have his Enhancement Talent beat somebody on the main roster. They have some fucking local talent come out. Aleister Black is still beating Enhancement Talent. The dude's fucking no, been not. on the roster be- for a year. He's beating main roster okay. guy. Yeah, so he beat Tagawa last week. The week before that was local enhancement talent. Santana is in
2: that same breath. Uh, I mean, like you said, she had good matches with Tanara and Dakota Kai, but gets squashed by Bianca. Bianca's on a whole different level. So if you're having even Steven matches with Dakota Kai and Tanara Conti, then yeah, you're not going to be able to fare as well. I mean, I get what they're doing. I don't like it but I get it like she's basically the she's the NXT version of Mickey James like she's a name that's there that can help quote unquote the younger people get wins against somebody that people recognize and then make them look good while they're doing it and then Rhea Ripley runs out and gets her ass whooped too I I know this is coming out after but I really hope when people listen to this that Bianca Belair is the champion I know I predicted it's going to be a non-finish and Charlotte's going to interfere but I really want Bianca to win like I like her more and more every week.
0: I, I'm all after after Wednesday night. I'm Team Ripley. Why? Know, because she beat up. Santana I know Baird. that's not Bianca's fault, but she's the only one I can take it out on. I can't you take. Can't really, I can't. You I can't, can't, I can't
2: take it out on her. She'll beat your ass. See
0: what she did to Adam Cole. I can't take it out on, on WWE. So, um. Wow. Uh, that's pretty much all we'll talk about with
2: NXT because, like I said, they got a pay per view tonight, and we really can't get into. Everything that goes on there. So let's get to SmackDown real quick. Uh, your boy Hulk Hogan was on TV. My boy, with the you fame. know
0: that's strong. That's strong. You know, you know Chris Walker. That right there is strong. Shut the fuck up. How many times did he say <laughs> that's strong? He doesn't even fucking make sense. That's strong. N-O- NWOs for life. NWOs coming to the Hall of Fame. That's strong. Strong as what?
2: We've talked about Strong this before. As long as you're
0: fucking cup right now with what fucking I'm calling it like. The We've fuck talked about this before. About?
2: What's the point? What's the point of Hogan being on TV? Like he doesn't move the needle. Nobody's gonna tune in just to see Hogan. There's rumors about him trying to get a WrestleMania match. And all honestly, I was fast forwarding it until I saw the fiend pop up. And I gotta admit, like, I haven't been on the Bray Wyatt train a lot the last couple months, but his little NWO the following announcement has been paid for by the Firefly Funhouse. That was fantastic. He comes out playing the guitar. Like, he did well in that segment. And I'm telling you now, if Hogan's at the Hall of Fame for the NWO induction and the Fiend comes out and whoops his ass, I will buy, I don't give a damn what it looks like, I will buy a Bray Wyatt t-shirt at WrestleMania. Holy shit, do you know how awesome
0: that that would be? Because
2: if you listen to the segment, the last thing Hogan said was, I'll see you in Tampa at the Hall of Fame. They don't just throw shit like that out there for nothing. So if Wyatt comes out and interrupts that and beats up the NWO, like I'm,
0: I'm on board. How fantastic would that be? That would be awesome.
2: Uh, Mandy, Otis, and Ziggler Valentine's Day date. Have you seen the picture that's going around online with the? I have.
0: And did you see my response to your post about that picture. It's fucking. Oh I thought... oh, oh
2: man. my god, the internet is so funny. For those of you that don't know, there's a silhouette of one dog humping another dog. And then there's a dog standing in the alleyway looking at them all heartbroken. And that dog is Otis and the other two are Mandy and Dolph (laughs) Ziggler. I don't know who came up with that. But it takes people. People are so creative nowadays. Like for all the shitty stuff that's out there in social media. Like there's some really funny, creative, quick-witted people that are out there. Um. So yeah, Ziggler comes in, steals Otis's chair basically, and Otis, instead of going over there like, "Hey, what the hell?" he drops the roses and walks off, heartbroken. So of course, Mandy's going to apologize next week, and he's going to take her back. So here's or, like, here's another chance. I mean,
0: who he'd be a dumbass not to? She could fucking have thirty five different chances if she wants. Shit, I hate to that's t- the problem. Hey, I, I hate to say the preference. Money. I hate to say that preference, but it's fucking Mandy Rose. Fuck There's Dolph Ziggler. Many Rose th- a fuck... dime a dozen. I'm, I'm going to leave some comments to myself right now. Um, fuck Dolph Ziggler's bitch ass for doing that shit. Here's my question. <laughs> Mr. Steal Your Girl. Here's the... <laughs> Here, so I was watching some promos and some vignettes and some, some back play on some stuff. And I have a feeling that somebody else is behind Dolph Ziggler being there. Like, how the fuck does Ziggler know where she was going to be at? Just chance? He just go to all the fucking restaurants and figure it out? To Otis, like, tell him, oh, this is where I'm going to meet Mandy, and we're going to have dinner there, and he just fucking swooped on in? Fucking swoop McGee. Fuck that guy. Or
2: he I just feel, followed the WWE cruise video camera van since I, they were there, too.
0: I guess so. I feel like from facial expressions and annoyance and questioning the past, I think this is where we see a hail face turn and a breakup. And I think that we're going to find out possibly, i am getting an book in here, I think we get an end to Fire and Desire. And I think that Sonya oh, yeah, is yeah. jealous of this attention that Miami's getting from Otis and doesn't get why she is giving Otis a chance. Because she keeps questioning her and the facial expressions that she makes. I wouldn't put it past well, I mean, her. I wouldn't, wouldn't put it past. you question
2: her. why she's dating Otis? I mean, yeah, I would too. But I mean, look at the fucking guy.
0: But I wouldn't like. I wouldn't put it past WWE to insert like, "Hey, so uh, Dolph, this is where Mandy's gonna be. Why don't you go and uh, swoop on in?" And then we get a heel face where we get Otis and Mandy, and then we have Sonya and Ziggler as a heel team. Uh, I'm not saying it's gonna happen. I'm just saying there's a possibility. It's WWE, uh, but I I think that. That's more intriguing than a, a program with Dolphin Otis. I don't want Fire and Desire to break up. I don't um, want them to break up this either. Is, this
2: is completely off topic, but like I've been watching a lot of wrestling while I'm doing cardio at the gym. And I've watched both the uh, first two women's elimination chambers uh, of the past couple years. And the improvement with them two, from the first one to the second one, is so good. And I was at that, that first lasted, one,
0: and I was, yeah. I was sitting right in front of like Mandy's chamber. I love that match. It was a fantastic match.
2: Okay then, Blue Uh <laughs> So what I was saying was, I don't know. I just I, I think they they should get a run as the champions. They have legs. Um, they have. They've been together for so long. They did the little YouTube thing together. But as far as in ring goes, they they were so good during the Elimination Chamber match last year. They started out first with Sasha and Bailey and lasted all the way to the end. By the way, that match was fantastic. The first match was really good, too. If you're if you listening to this and you need something to watch, go check those first two women's Elimination Chamber matches out. They were really good. Um, so I don't want them to break up. Let's move along to Bayley. Bayley defends the title against Carmella and gets the cheap win. It was announced, I'm pretty sure, that it was Carmella versus Bayley at Super Showdown, but then later on in the week, it turns out it was on Friday Night SmackDown. Now this week we have Naomi versus Carmella in a number one contenders match to go down to Super Showdown in Saudi on the 27th. So which doesn't do make see?
0: sense because, like you said, I thought that it was going to be Carmella versus Bailey at the show at the Showdown because that's what there was advertised. That's what we talked about like a week ago, and right. now Naomi comes out to save or basically help Carmella on Friday night, and now she's fighting against her. At Super Showdown, like where did that even come from? Like just because she came out and had an interaction with Bailey, now there's a number one contender match between the two of them? Like yeah. did they feel like that car that, that Naomi got a bigger pop and that there's more to flat- the up behind Naomi, so this is how they're gonna get Naomi in the picture instead of Carmella. Um either way, I'm 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 happy with either one of them holding that belt. Um but it was just kind of weird how it just gets thrown together. Like, where did, yeah. where did the progression to get to that point come from? And that's and where what gets does, frustrating. Where does Naomi
2: have a leg to stand on that she needs a title match? Like, she's been gone for months. She comes back. She's attacking people. Uh, she loses the match. Like, she didn't win. Carmella won the match. As a matter of fact, she's the one that got pinned, am I right? Didn't Carmella pin Naomi? So, she has no leg to stand on to say she deserved the title match. Except for the fact she keeps running out. And kicking Bailey in the face <laughs> like that doesn't get you a title match. But well,
0: if you're if you're Charlotte Flair, it gets you a title match. So I guess it works for some other people as well.
2: Charlotte Sp- All right, they've been doing the the WrestleMania like media thing, and I've watched uh, WWE backstage and Andrade. And, I saw and something and else. Tal- no, no, no. What was? I was gonna say was. Uh, Not on WWE TV, just on regular TV. Charlotte's really likable, like outside the ring when she's just being normal. But I just can't stand her when Raw and SmackDown are on. But outside the ring, like she came across really like they asked her about her and Becky and stuff like that. By the way, that's got to be annoying that she's been bred to be the number one woman, and anytime somebody talks to her, they ask her about Becky. When nobody asks Becky about Charlotte, (laughs) well, yeah, but but they
0: did at the beginning it was at the beginning, but when, we're when, way when past it, that. When it was when it was when Becky was Charlotte's little friend, it was all about yeah. that.
2: That's what I'm saying. We're way past that now. And now Charlotte's the good. the second wheel of it.
0: But let her get that anyway, shit. if
2: you if you could check out Backstage last week with her on it. She was really good on there. Um it seemed like she was being honest because every question they asked she was kinda like she had to think about it instead of just giving the canned WWE answer. So that was good. Uh the Bailey thing I actually enjoyed Bailey on TV this week for the first time since, I don't know, shit ever. I didn't mind her so much. Like, every for some reason, this week, everything came together for her. The music, the attitude, the haircut, the way she wears the title across her shoulder. Like, for some reason, it all, like, clicked for me this week with Bailey. The match sucked. But, <laughs> but I blame that more on her and Carmella just not having chemistry. But as far as her carrying herself as a champion and all that, like... For some reason, this week, I think she did well with it. Clearly, you don't give a shit, so. Let's get to some news, Marty. Uh, there's a lot of news going around. The first one we'll get to is kind of a rumor that uh, I don't want to say we started, but, you know, we were kind of the first ones I heard talking about it. Is Goldberg beating The Fiend and facing Roman at WrestleMania? You got written down here, do you think Goldberg. Is better versus Roman or the or the fiend better versus Roman, and I've already told you my answer like I think they're doing this to get the title off the fiend, find a way to get it off of him and have somebody take it that's going to get booed out of WrestleMania and and I mean we're being very presumptuous because there's an elimination chamber match rumored with are they going to have Roman win that again though I mean they did they went that route already once he didn't win Royal Rumble he came in second place so he won the elimination chamber and people shit on him. But, I mean, there's nobody else in that match that you...
0: No, that's... Didn't he win the Elimination Chamber the year he lost his title in the Royal Rumble? Uh, I
2: I thought he won the... No, because he won the Elimination Chamber by beating Braun. And that was after Braun had like destroyed him all year the year before. Okay. So he won the Elimination Chamber to go fight Brock and then lost to Brock. Got it. I think he won like a triple threat match with... Dean Ambrose and Brock Lesnar to get to fight Triple H at WrestleMania, at and then Ambrose and then Ambrose and and then Ambrose and uh, Triple H had like a a crazy like overseas pay per view match that was a one off. It might have been Fastlane. I don't think it was Fastlane. I think it was Roadblock. It was Roadblock. Ambrose and Triple H fought, and Ambrose almost took the title and and went to
0: face. How did so they that's not have the Rock show up to that that pay per view? I mean, the fucker only plays Roadblock in G.I. Joe could have his ass show up. What the fuck?
2: You're the only person in the world that put that together just now. Uh, I no <laughs> clue what the hell you were talking about. <laughs> like, why would The Rock show up at Roadblock? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, of all the pay-per-views,
0: why the hell would he show up at a pay-per-view called Roadblock? I forgot he was in G.I. Joe. He is G.I. Joe, man. Fuck Tanny Tanny. It's all about him. That's why I want, I want that crossover between G.I. Joe and Transformers. And then we get Cena versus The Rock. Or Cena and The Rock. Because you know, in Fast Ten, we're gonna get Cena versus The Rock. It's it's happening. It's going to happen. Just throwing it out there now. Anyways, Goldberg. Um, I, I I wasn't on. I was wasn't sure which way to go with this one. I figured that at first that the Fiend was actually gonna get one over on Goldberg and put Goldberg down, and Goldberg was just showing up for a check, and that was it. But after Friday with the whole Hogan thing, I don't know. Maybe maybe he's gonna lose to Goldberg. And then he's gonna take out the le- you know get another legend to put on his wall and take out Hogan and the entire NWO like you said and I think that that speaks volumes for it as well but it just sucks because if they put Goldberg in the match against Roman and Roman gets the title it's gonna be awesome it's gonna be fantastic I will love seeing that because in my eyes Goldberg is is WCW. And Goldberg at the time, you know, when when everyone compares like, oh, Goldberg or Austin. Well fuck that, because it's Austin always, always. Um But it it sucks because then we're gonna get Roman at a WrestleMania match and have his WrestleMania moment and then he's going to it's gonna be a short ass match. And that's what sucks, because you know Goldberg ain't going no fucking 15, 25 minutes. It he didn't
2: Goldberg and Goldberg and Lesnar only went like seven minutes, and it was really good at WrestleMania. Like they beat the shit out of each other. And yeah, it only went like seven minutes. Like I'm fine with a short man. See. Get your shit in and leave. Like I don't want. A that's because you don't want to be there for ten hours. I get it. Yeah, I don't. I get it. I don't. You know how much I'm gonna alcohol? I'm gonna
0: consume. That it's weekend? gonna be fucking amazing,
2: and I'm gonna have that
0: shit. I don't care if I have to fucking live tweet that. I don't care if I have to fucking make a Periscope if that's even still a thing. I don't know. But it's, it's going to be fucking fantastic. The and longer
2: we stay there, the longer I'm going to have a chance of getting drunk and embarrassing my wife. And I'm not here to do that. Because I'm pretty sure that's going to happen.
0: You're going to end up being like the chick from last year at NXT was fucking just losing her shit at the bar. <laughs> and I'm just going to be like, oh down, my god. This.
2: If I'm Sting and gonna... the Undertaker wrestle and Sting loses, like I might cry. So, in front of 80,
0: people. so since you mentioned that, there's rumors going on this week. That we're actually going to get a different match now. It's fucking weird. That's what I hate about fucking all these dirt sheets and reports and rumors.
2: That's why I try not to pay attention. I try not to
0: either. But like last week we were getting, oh, Sting is cleared and Sting's versus Undertaker. And now we're getting that AJ is going to be back and AJ versus Undertaker. And that doesn't do shit. Like that's stupid as fuck. Why put AJ in a match against Undertaker?
2: Why even have Undertaker in a match if he's not going to wrestle? a legend that you want him to see like AJ's not the guy for him to come back against if he's not gonna wrestle somebody from his generation that you haven't seen him and it's not just sting I mean there's other people he could wrestle against hell he could wrestle the rock at wrestlemania and I would I would enjoy it because the rock pretty much beat all the other top stars at wrestlemania why not beat the undertaker but if he's not gonna wrestle somebody like that, why even bring the Undertaker back? Like exactly. that's gonna be a long bathroom break for me. Hopefully, that lines up with like my bowel movement for the evening, and I can just go to the bathroom. Fair enough. That's what old people think. Like, by the way, that's, <laughs> we just want to—we just want to know when we can find a bathroom. Like, when's the best time to go? That's the age I'm at now. Oh shit!
0: Uh, <laughs> so give Chris the aisle seat. Got it. <laughs> the
2: NWO is a. Uh, Did they get announced to go in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Yeah. The NWO's in the Hall of Fame, and rumors are the Bella Twins are going, and this sparked all kind of outrage with the loud, obnoxious wrestling fan on social media. And, Marty, do you think the Bellas deserve to be in the Hall of Fame? Let that volume
0: rise? Fuck. Yes. Yes, they may not be the best performers in ring, but what they've done for the WWE and wrestling... Is a uh, far and above most other people, if anyone. There's no female wrestler in the world that has done more for the industry than the Bella Twins.
2: As far as visibility,
0: visibility, yeah. And I'm talking yeah. like bringing the demographics. Like, there's right. a reason why Total Ballots is a top-rated show. There's a reason why Total Divas is, is was as it was bigger when it was their mainstay rather than what it is now. Um, there's a reason why Nikki Bella is on Dancing with the Stars. There's a reason why the Bellas are everywhere. There's a reason why when the WWE has things to promote now, they still bring the Bella twins out. The Bella army is um, is freaking ridiculous and large. Now, it, when we talk about the WWE Hall of Fame, it's not just about in-ring talent. And get that, Nikki Bella, yes. which she left, was Say a that. fantastic talent. I don't care what anyone says. I love a Nikki Bella match. I think that shit when she separated from Brie, she became a star Brie on mm-hmm. other hand, No, but Nikki became a fucking star. Her being with Cena, you know that that hard work and that dedication paid off because she got an ethic in her and she got practice and work in her. That wasn't happened beforehand. And this
2: go ahead. Finish.
0: No, it's just like what they the in-ring may not be in, but when they get some this, they're getting in for everything they bring to the industry. And that is far and beyond very uh, many other people. And for that, absolutely, they definitely deserve to be in the Hall of Fame.
2: Do people not like hard work or appreciate hard work? Well, That's my question. They started out. By winning or being in the Diva Search contest. That's how far back they go. A lot of people don't even remember the Diva Search stuff. That's how they got on TV. Look how that long to they just were in, being, the,
0: in, the, in the WWE. Right.
2: They went from that to being kind of valets to doing love interest angles to actually both of them becoming champion. Nikki was the longest reigning Divas champion with really good matches, by the way. It's, uh, go back and look at the matches with her and Charlotte, for one. Go back and look at her and her sister had a really good match. The matches with AJ Lee, even though one of them was my favorite one, the one that said like ten seconds, that was my favorite Nikki at AJ Lee match. Um, so the wrestling is there if you want it to be. If you want to look past the easy bitching, uh, talking point, and saying, "Oh, she's only getting in because she was with Cena," I I hate to break it to people. But if you really go back and look at the timeline, the Bella Twins were big way before they got involved with Daniel Bryan and John Cena. Like, to me, that did just as much for Cena, especially Daniel Bryan, being with Brie Bella than it did for vice versa. So I ain't trying to hear that shit. And as far as the Total Divas thing goes, I heard a stat the other day. I don't know how true it is, but it seems like it's been on TV for a while. They were the first ones on Total Divas. They're still on it. Total Divas has had more seasons and been on TV longer than WCW Monday Nitro has. Think Damn. about that. Damn. Think about that. And you're trying to tell me they don't belong in the Hall of Fame because of the visibility that they bring to the WWE still when they've only wrestled a total of, like, ten matches in the past five years, probably? Like, and,
0: come and on, man. Let's look at this. Like, they talk about, oh, because she's seen it with Cena and all this well, yeah, it but, a but their relationship didn't come to the mainstay until the end. Like, like you know, it didn't come out until, like, after Total Bellas. Like, everyone knew about it, but it wasn't on screen until the end.
2: Like, you know how, like Daniel Bryan hip- was always up there in people? front
0: because of the whole injuries and him having to retire. But Nikki and Cena wasn't on screen like that. And it was delayed. And that's what's interesting. Whenever the evolution, who was the first name they brought back? Nikki Bella who she fight? Charlotte Flair. Was it Not she against Charlotte Flair? Ronda. Oh, Ronda. Ronda. And, Ronda.
2: Main event. You know, and by the way, to that point, up until that moment, that was Ronda's best match until she fought uh, Sasha, Sasha at Royal Rumble. People don't want to admit that shit either because it's a Bella Twin thing. And that whole... This is the hypocrisy that I don't like. You want to have... Everybody's always complaining like... Women are this, women are that, which I completely agree with. Like, I'm a fan of women's wrestling, probably more than men's wrestling right now. And it has nothing to do with what it would have 15 years ago. It's just wrestling. But then the first thing you do is when you don't like somebody, you tear them down and say, oh, they're only there because of who they're sleeping with. Like, you can't have it both ways. You can't say, be nice to women and treat them with respect and then turn around and say, oh, she's only good because she's fucking John Cena. Because that's pretty much what people are saying. So you can't have it both ways. Just admit that you don't like the person for whatever reason. I respect that a a lot more than trying to tear them down and say they don't deserve something that they obviously do. Anyway, I'm off my soapbox. Let's keep it moving. Uh, You got here Marty versus Aldis at the Crockett Cup. If Aldis wins, he gets 500K. And then you also got Aldis versus PC. Is that a world title match at Supercard of Honor? I believe
0: it is, yeah. So Aldis is going to... PCO still has the title.
2: So all this is going to be a champ, champ, and then lose the title to all. I mean, a couple days later is what you telling me is going to happen.
0: Yes, yes, that's exactly what I'm hearing.
2: So Ring of Honor and NWA are basically going to swap titles for a couple months.
0: Yes, basically. Are you
2: going, going to that? Are you going to go see that? So I'm not going. Supercard? I'm going to tell you now. I'm not. I'm not going to. I haven't got only... my tickets
0: yet, but I've, I'm. Yeah. I'm strongly considering it.
2: But I'm going to tell you, now, reason. the only wrestling I'm going to see is WrestleMania, and I think we're going to go to Access. Other than that, like, I'm in Tampa to party. Like, I, well, yeah. me and my wife need a vacation.
0: I mean, yeah, I get that. I'm also going to be out there for, like, 10 days. So, I'm going to do my, yeah. like, i will going to do some stuff around partying, but um, I may go see that, especially, it depends on what, I mean, the fact that the the, the cast and staff, they got at showing up to SuperCard, it's intriguing to me. Um, yeah. If the matches line up and it looks like, you know what, this has got to go, I got to go. The tickets are 50 bucks. I might go. Um, I just ha- I haven't I haven't fully, like, this is what I'm doing yet on that day. Right.
2: Yeah, and I missed out on, uh, apparently, Becky Lynch meet and greets went back up on Ticketmaster yesterday, and I saw it, like, two minutes after it happened, jumped on there, and they were gone again. So if the price of that ever goes down on StubHub to where it's feasible for me to do, I'm going to do it. Yes, when I know it, I sound it like doesn't,
0: a little... When it doesn't cost more than the fucking trip itself? When it doesn't cost more than the computer <laughs> <laughs> I bought yesterday, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Uh,
2: (laughs) so you got those two matches announced, uh, you got written down. All this was on the Chris Van Ville show and says that somebody in power has something against him. And that's why he wasn't went. That's why he hasn't gone to WWE. I clicked the link and I read the quote and to me, and this is just me knowing who he's married to and knowing the, the past of, you know, how things were back in the day to me, reading into it, not knowing anything sounds like somebody tried something with his wife and he didn't take too kind to it. And they got into it. And that person is holding him out. Um, but I could be completely wrong. It could be something else. That's just how I read the quote. What'd you think about it?
0: Yeah. I, I don't know exactly. I couldn't really figure it out. I, when it came down, it was like, if it's someone in power and someone that has decisions like that, I mean, it has to be someone like triple H, obviously. I mean, can, how I don't see how it could be anyone but him. Um, and if that's the issue, like, what does, like, what the fuck does he have against against him to where he doesn't want to have one of the best talents in the world in the organization? Like, having all this there would be amazing. It would have been amazing five years ago. Would it be amazing now? Uh, It'd be I'm, better
2: now than it would have five years ago. True. He's built his name up a lot over the since All In.
0: Absolutely. Um, um, so, I mean, and, and like, I, when it comes down to like NWA, uh, isn't there without Aldis, like Aldis has carried that brand by himself, I don't care what anyone right. says, um, but it's, it's interesting that that's what the, he came out and said, because like, he got to the point where he's like, well, because of all that, and kind of, I want to be, and that's what, he's like, I want to be there, I want to be in WWE, but because of this, that's why I'm not, so I got to the point where I just said, fuck it, I'm going to stay where I'm at, I'm going to do me, I'm going to build me up, and I'm going to become the biggest thing that there can be, and they're going to fucking be pissed off about it, because they're going to miss out. And that's exactly what he's done. And I guess because of that, that's why essentially we got the Aldis we have now. And so you know, can't be too mad about it. But it's interesting that we could have him, but because of pettiness and bullshit in the industry and politics, like they keep him out of having him on their on their on their show, where he could be the biggest star on that roster.
2: I'll tell you, I uh, I like Aldis. I like him better now. I, I don't want him to go to WWE. I mean, I understand the financial aspects of it but his wife is there like she's getting a lot she's probably getting more money than he would be getting so he's still technically getting the wwe paycheck but i like him where he is now in the niche trying to rebring back the nwa um he's really good he's treated like a star he acts like a star and he won't get that treatment in wwe he'll get the santana garrett treatment probably so, you know, as bad as you want to go there. But I like the quote that he said. He said, do I want to be in the WWE or do I want to be one of the biggest stars in wrestling? One of them is a much quicker way to get there, but I can still do it by taking a different path. And to me, he's never been bigger than he is right now. So, you know, it is what it is. You don't have to go. We talked about this on Boots of Debate. You don't have to go to WWE to be a big star in wrestling, but you can be. It helps. True. I agree with you completely. <laughs> um, let's talk about some coming and going. Matt Hardy reportedly declines WWE offer. And again. not give a shit less. Again. Multiple offers. I don't offers. give a shit about Matt Hardy. Know, Matt Hardy is my favorite Hardy boy. I just don't give a shit.
0: And it doesn't come down to that. It doesn't come down to him staying in WWE. It comes down to... So, the last video at the Hardy compound... Um, I don't know if you They're watched. They're still doing those? He's still no, doing I don't them. I watch that shit. He's still doing them. His wife... It, you, know, you know why I don't like Matt Hardy? Reby Hardy. That's why I don't like Matt. She's Owen. not she's not in him as much. Um, but she's it was... it's annoying. He, his montages of the Young Bucks. Montages of the WWE. Um, it's like, I'm. he keeps like saying, I'm X, I'm X, I'm X, I'm X. And then at the end, it's like, I'm exhausted. But it's like, AEW's been shouting out the Exalted One. And that's kind of what it was hinting at. So, I don't know if he's... Apparently, he's going to have a no-holds-barred match this week against Randy Orton. Um... So he can come back, but Edge can't, you know, basically. Uh, but I I don't, I like Matt Hardy, I don't, I actually don't mind him being there. But my question is, like, if he leaves, is he leaving because he's going to the AEW? Uh, do you think he's gonna come out as like the leader of the dark, dark order? Is that I mean, a What does that
2: really do for it though? Like that, that doesn't do shit for me. Like okay. especially now that it's been talked about for so long, like okay, Matt Hardy's leader of dark order. I mean, I hate to break it to people, but the whole broken thing, like that 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 train stopped. Like that Well I
0: don't think that I think that's all gone. That's all over. Yeah, now. that's um, and even, even he's honestly, not even like, working towards that anymore.
2: Yeah, what what exactly does that do for anybody to have Matt Hardy be the leader of that? Like, I'd rather it be somebody in AEW. Or I'd rather it be like Hangman Page or, hell, we talked about Martin girl coming. I'd rather it be somebody inside the elite that's, hell, have, you want to have a Matt do it? Have Matt Jackson be the leader of the damn dark order and have an angle where he hates his brother. Like, give me something that nobody sees coming. Like, Matt Hardy just doesn't do it for me. Uh, Kathy Kelly's done with NXT after tonight. Tonight's her last thing. Big deal or not? I don't think it is. I don't
0: think it's a big deal. I think it just comes down to more talent that's that's leaving the company when it comes down to it being a big deal.
2: Yeah, they get they got enough. Uh, as long as Charlie's there, they're fine with backstage interviewers. Like, well, and it just, it it just you
0: can just see that over the last year and a half, like Cat, uh, Kathy's roles have gone down, 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 and like yeah. other people are like Kayla Braxton's hosting a show now. Renee Young has a show now. Kyla, like, like all, Kyla, they all have this stuff, <laughs> but they obviously Cat Cow's getting less exposure. They're not thinner out everywhere. It's, I I can see why she's leaving. Um, I don't think it's that big of a loss, but it's just you go, I chop it up to just more talent that's leaving the company.
2: You got Rusev via reports turns down a contract and Lana signs a new five year deal. Um, I think Rusev has value outside of WWE. I don't think Lana does. So Lana resigning was probably the smartest thing she could do because I don't see her. She can't wrestle that well. Um, she wouldn't be able to take her name with her. She's, you know, she's kind of like in between the Bella twins and like an Alicia, not Alicia Fox. I don't want to say that. And between uh, more Diva Search people, where her name is known because of WWE, but not because of what she does in the ring. Oh, Just like, her being like Eva Marie. A,
0: yeah, kind of and I, like and I, that. And I love Eva Marie. Right, it's
2: kind of like that. And as we see, Eva Marie didn't have value wrestling outside, but she took her stardom and turned it into an empire pretty much. So I think Lana did the right thing.
0: Rusev? Rusev can go anywhere he wants. I think I think that we're going to see Rusev leave, and I think we're going to see Rusev possibly. Here's the thing. I would love to see him show up in AEW, but I see him showing up more like Ring of Honor. What if Rusev's the leader of the Dark Order? Oh, shit. How fucking awesome would that be? I'm not going to lie. That would be pretty pretty awesome. I'm not going to lie.
2: Everything we're just throwing out is way better than Matt Hardy. I'm just saying.
0: I mean, yeah, that's... Yeah. The much. last
2: one we got before we get to our voicemails real quick is the Revival turns down 700K a year. Is that 700K each or combined? Each. That be three?
0: Oh, each. wow. Oh, they're just going to say no to that because they don't get the title? Right? And, there were, and Booker T came out and was like, I don't care if... I don't care who they are, but if they're going to not give me the titles, they're going to let me take some losses, they're going to put me on TV every week, gonna give me screen time, and they're going to throw 700K at me each, give me the money. I'm like, exactly. no shit. You're going to get three quarters of a million dollars a year, and and you're going to say no? What the fuck is wrong? You can let me get pinned every fucking night. You can put me in a squash match once a week. You can put me in a squash mm-hmm. match twice a week. I don't even care if you put me in a squash match on a main event.
2: You can put okay. me in that damn porta potty and let Braun Strowman turn that some bitch over every Monday night for seven hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> right? exactly. with shit in it. <laughs> <laughs> seven hundred, and you got people that were happy about Marty girl signing for five hundred k, and those same people are like, yeah, that's right, revival. You know, stand on your morals and turn. Da- no, you what it comes down, down to when they idiot. turn out
0: seven hundred thousand dollars a piece
2: is believing it, their own
0: hype. It comes down to fuck the revival.
2: Oh wow. And they're a good team. Like I, I just, I just wish they would quit crying online. So you much. know what?
0: Like I like Dash, but I can't fucking stand Scott Dawson. Like, fuck Scott Dawson, man. He sucks. He's a douchebag.
2: I don't even, know, I don't even know which one is which. So I don't Scott know. Dawson is the
0: Foo Man too. The bust of facial hair. Dash oh, Wild, yeah, the, Dash Wilder's uh, the one that uh, was the Bret Hart bodyguard.
2: Yeah, the one that wants to be Arn Anderson. Yeah, I got you. All right, so that's all the news segment. We'll, we'll do these voicemails real quick. We only got two of them, I believe. They're from your boy. So let's uh, let's get through these and see what we got. Oh, technical difficulties. I apologize. I didn't have the volume up on my phone.
1: Hey guys, Joe. Uh, so with the elimination, elimination chamber coming up, and probably Roman Reigns will probably come victorious out of that match. Which match would you rather see, depending on who the winner out of the Super Showdown is, the Fiend or Goldberg, preferably in the sense of what would be more interesting to you to see? Would you rather see him conquer the Fiend or Goldberg?
2: Good question. It ties in with stuff we were talking about earlier. I personally would rather see him fight the Fiend, but I know the crowd isn't going to like it, so... The match itself will be better versus The Fiend, but the reaction would be better versus Goldberg. If that makes sense, so I'm on the fence basically.
0: Yeah, I'm on the same boat. Like I'd rather watch a match between Roman and The Fiend, um, but I know that to be there and to watch Roman get a a pop with the win is better for him against Goldberg. And I'm sorry, I'm gonna be a Roman. I'm a Roman fan, and I'll be there cheering for Roman. Um, it's just gonna suck to, if he goes against Bray. And wins and gets booed out. I don't want to see that, man. I, I'm. I that's want.
2: one of those. That's one of those things I was talking about earlier. Where I said I'm gonna embarrass my wife because if he does that and he wins and I'm drunk, boy, the shit talking will just be like, I'm not here for your feelings. Like I'm a Roman fan. You can be all mad if you want to. I'm gonna let you know about it. Roman's the man. That'll be fun. I hope uh, I, I got some friends. I'm, a,
0: I'm gonna pull out my jacket. I'm gonna fucking be wearing a vest underneath. I'm like, fucking. If he duh, fights duh, the fiend, I'm
2: wearing my uh my Roman. Glove, little goblet thing that I got. Nice. I'll have a Brock Lesnar shirt on and Roman Reigns gloves. I and fucking Peggy hate Lynch you. Wig. I fucking hate I might, you. I might buy some of those Beggy Lynch Uggs and wear those. We're no longer sitting
0: next to each other. Fucking Brock Lesnar. What's up,
1: guys? This is Joe calling. Uh, the blind guy that can't read phone numbers. Um, want to get your thoughts on so The or nothing sales tickets came on and went on Friday. And it wasn't a sellout like the very first one. Um, do you think the steam of AEW is pretty much just slowing down completely where just now it's just going to be average and maybe this will fade away eventually? Or do you think maybe at some point it'll pick up again?
2: I honestly didn't even know AEW double or nothing tickets went on sale already.
0: <laughs> I mean, um, I know they announced the dates like oh, two weeks ago, but I didn't know the tickets went on sale already. Um, was it like, yeah, that's odd. Um they kind of yeah, I'd have went to out, look so, like, cuz I didn't know. Yeah, I knew cuz I they got two weeks ago they announced the dates cuz I do as soon as that I'm like fuck, it's Memorial Day weekend again. I can't go. Um I I don't think it's losing steam. I think people just know that it's not a one off, that it's an actual uh that they know they can get tickets and it's going to be a an annual thing that they can buy tickets whenever now. Um it's not like, oh, I better go out. I'm not going to be able to see them until all all in and then that's only two times a year I'm going to watch them. Um we we know they're going to be around. So people don't need to like flood the gates for these tickets anymore that Wrestlemania doesn't, they don't sell out in seconds um, People, because people know they can buy them throughout the time they, they know they can get them at other points um, so no, I don't think the steam's going away I don't think they're going to go away, I think you're just giving them time I think what does do them a disservice is that the fact they keep having them, the big events on holiday weekends, I get there's some people that have those weekends off but I'm going to tell you right now, majority of the wrestling community probably doesn't work a Monday through Friday job I'm guaranteeing most of them work weekends as well. And most of them work, I know that they all in and double or nothing, they, they've sold out those shows, but I know myself will never be able to go to all in or double or nothing because of the weekends they're on. Um, there's some there's some industries that employees are required to work the entire holiday weekend for Labor Day and Memorial Day. And by putting those on there and the fact that we know they're going to be around for, for a while, it uh, doesn't necessarily make me like, oh, well, I need to go to this event. I can go to the next one. Um, So I think them having them on these holiday weekends like that does a disservice. Yes, they get a lot of people to go because they're off, but I think they'd get more people to go and people to buy tickets for them if they had them on an off weekend where people actually weren't on holiday.
2: I'm not going to say they're slowing down, but the like you said, the urgency to buy the tickets the day they come out. I remember last year during Double or Nothing, I wasn't going to go. But I knew people that wanted to go, so I was trying to get tickets, and I remember sitting there, for whatever reason I was off that day, the tickets went on sale. I remember sitting there in my bed, like, trying to get in line on Ticketmaster to buy them, and they were gone, just just like that. So, obviously, the urgency is gone. I think they'll still probably sell the show out. They don't sell out every weekly show, like WWE doesn't either, but I think, you know, I think they're fine um their fan base is really loyal it's not as big as what they thought it was probably as far as ratings go but people going to see it their fan base is loyal they need to get they need to get their shit together a little bit uh they're doing a lot of things right but they're doing a lot of things wrong too so hopefully they can get that together again i'll be there wednesday i'm excited about that
0: uh we gotta go marty we gotta get out of here you got anything you want to tell the people um, WrestleMania season's full swing. Might as well go to slash boot to the face. Get yourself a boot to the face shirt so you can rock it. WrestleMania t shirt week. Uh, support the cast. Uh, come watch, listen to us, download us, listen to us whenever you can. Enjoy wrestling for what it is. Um, you know, I did have something the other day earlier to say, but I totally forgot about it. But other than that, um, I don't know, man. I'm gonna say enjoy the week. All
2: right, well, for. Marty Vasquez. I'm Chris Rucker. This has been Boot to the Face, episode 72. Peace. Lighter.